This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome, everybody. Episode 28 of Ride the Pine. Uh, this is our part three of the big game breakdown, where we're going to be discussing X-Factors and special teams units for both sides in this episode. As always, I'm joined by Kyle. How's it going? Yeah, we ready. Can't wait. We ready for y'all. I love, I love that commercial. I love it. Oh, it gets me so fired up every time I, I listen to it. Every time. Yeah, it's cool. uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking the special teams unit on both sides. I think it's going to be um, pretty even on both sides, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where unless you have really bad special teams, like it, it may not skew very far, you know. Um, and yeah, man, if you just look at kickers right off the bat, like field goals, extra point, kickoff kind of stuff. Um, with Zerline and Goskowski, like you just can't go wrong. They're they're both like got ice in their veins. They don't miss. You're right, um, man. Zerline's such a good kicker, though. Uh, you know, fifty-seven yard overtime kick. That was just awesome. Oh, it was uh, unbelievable. Um, that's huge for where he's so new to the playoffs and all this. Like he, that's huge going into the Super Bowl, kicking that already. But you know what his nickname was back like about oh, three, four years ago? He got this nickname. Awesome. Uh, it was Legatron. Right. Because he just absolutely just is a monster with his leg. Like he uh, was seen in pregame warmups. I think it was like two years ago. There was a report that came out that he was hitting 65 yarders with room to spare. And I'm like, uh, that's not that's not right. Yeah, I'm not surprised though. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean... I, I don't know who I'd want more. I, I guess Goskowski just due to just the experience from it. But, I mean, just you can't always take experience, you know. Um, Being yeah. that it's indoors, I got to go Zerline. I, I, I think Zerline, I wouldn't say he's the better kicker, but That's he's got the stronger leg. And he just, they play indoors all the time. Uh I don't know. I, I just, I, I got to, I think I got to go with Zerline, especially yeah. these last two yeah. games. I mean, yeah, I if it's almost halftime and you're trying to put up three points and there's two seconds left or the game's, you know, you know, there's two seconds left in the game, you're down by two, you're going to kick a 60-yard field goal. I'd, I'd probably take Zerline to hit that 60-yarder before Gus Kelsey. He's just never been a power guy, you know. Um, he's good as can be, but, I, I, I do, yeah, maybe I would, th- I would think Zerline can hit that better. But you do make a good point, though, in that, Gostowski is one of those uh, as cool as a cucumber. Like he'll right. go out and just like t- take a kick and just yeah, up oh, down the middle, down Broadway. It, it's not like he pounded the hell out of it, but he hit it enough, obviously, to not only go through, but with with some despair. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost a push there. You know, I don't think either one of them will hurt it. I'll be very yeah. surprised if one of them makes makes a bad move. But uh, the punting game—that's a different story. I I, I am definitely on the Rams. Uh, with Hecker, I, I just think he definitely is. He's a great puncher. He makes the other team go a long ways, and he's a threat for the obscure, you know, fake punt. 
Yeah, that I think and I, I actually agree with you. I do give the edge punting-wise and uh, to the Rams because of that fact that he actually can throw a decent ball. Like, yeah, and he it, can move. You know, he could run if he, he had can. to. He can. Yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't like it was like a five or ten yard dump off. Like he was throwing a good thirty yards yeah, down right, the field. Right. Yeah, as far as I know, he actually has the most successful um, fake punt um, conversions in the NFL, which is cool. See, and that's something that a guy like Matthew Slater for the Patriots, the special teams captain, is going to need to watch out for because they need to always take that into account. That there's always someone spying Johnny Hecker. Make yeah, sure he's right. not going to pull off that fake punt. Like if they're down fourteen nothing early, then and they're going to be punting on say fourth and five, they got to make sure that they got a spy on Johnny Hecker to make sure that that play doesn't happen. Yeah, they and they better watch out for that because you're right. If they're down by a possession or two, and they're like maybe around the fifty or like their own forty five or somewhere weird, that, that I would not be surprised if they try to pull one of those off. And Sean would love that. He would love to pull that off in the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. And that would just lead to more people saying that uh, Sean McVay's a genius. That yeah, he's, he's, he's tricky. Brilliant. He's good. He is. Um, you know, but if they have a signal for it, they better be careful because the Pats will figure that out. It better be a, a, a non-signal signal. It better be a discretion of the players. If they have a signal for it, the Pats will sniff it out, and I bet you they'll track it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they have a poker, If they have a poker signal, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, I... I... <laughs> I agree with you uh, completely. Um, now, in terms of some X factors, uh, we we had mentioned like X factor before. Um, who do you have as a couple X factors on the Patriots side? Um, you know, let me get to that in just one second. Let's cover real quick the returners. I wanted to go over that. Oh one, yeah, I always stuff, forget you know? the returners. Um, well, it's you know they've been kind of minimalized over the years due to the rules, so you don't see as many, you know. Uh, highlight real plays, but right. uh, it's still important, you know. And I'm I'm just initially picturing like, what is it? JoJo Natson should be returning kicks and punts, I think, for the Rams, mm-hmm. and and then probably Patterson doing kicks and maybe Edelman on on punts. So, like kickoffs, I, I I think I'm favoring the Pats both ways, and that's where there could be a huge mistake. I think a special teams. That's like what the Rams can't afford. Um, and you know, I, Nat's not, I don't know if I believe in his hands that well, you know, uh, and Edelman for sure. Like the, he's just not going to drop one and, and Patterson's been around for long enough. He's going to do the right thing too. So, uh, I think the Pats have the edge there for sure. And they're good at getting 10 or 12 yards on a return. Yeah. You don't need yeah, 50. I, no. Cause, cause there've been times where Patterson has taken the ball at the one on a kickoff and he's back out to the 40. Like yeah, right. He doesn't. He doesn't have to take it to the house, but starting at the forty yard line as opposed to the twenty is a huge difference. Right, and like with punts too, you know, ten or twelve yards for Edelman is huge. That can be the difference between the you know the twenty and the thirty or thirty five. And I know against the Chiefs, there Hill tried to return one and went backwards. Like that's that's something Edelman wouldn't do. No, definitely not. You know, so uh, yeah, I give, I, I, I would, give the pass the overall edge. Yeah, I give the pass. Pa- I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think special teams overall, I, I, I give it to the Pats as well. The only one that would be, I semi push is field goals. That would probably be the only push. And that could be their that, and that could be Zerline's chance if if they're down two and that they're sixty two yards out, they have a better chance hitting that than they do throwing a bomb. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So back to uh, well, <laughs> uh, how rudely I just went into X-Factors before talking about the punt, punt and kickoff returners. Even out those mm-hmm. useless returners. 
Oh, those guys. The, them guys. Um, who are some X-Factors that you got on the Pat squad? Yeah, Pat, um, you know, offensively, if you're not looking at the, you know, kind of the kind of the obvious names, I think someone like Dorsett might be an X-Factor. Him or Hogan, like you mentioned earlier. I think if either one of them uh, doesn't drop a ball and when their name's called, they convert. I think that that right there is a big difference because the Pats call plays for reasons. Other teams would just kind of throw things up there. And if the Pats call Dorsett's number or Hogan's number um, and they come through, it's usually a dagger, you know, usually gets them. Um, mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised. And maybe this is like, watch this be like Dorsett's game to get 110. I don't know. Um, but I think that's a, I think that's a key part of it. And then defensively, I don't think there is one for them. I don't see one myself for an X factor on defense. Huh. Okay. So you're thinking like the Pats is like a complete unit. Just need to yeah, play defense. Yeah, a but, solid game of, game but of football. They, but they do. So it's not really an X factor, you know? Like that's like I, I'm pitching these X factors as critical things, and the Pats are just so good at playing sound defense. It may be pressuring the quarterback, and it may be great tackling, and it might be an interception. You know, it, it could be either way. And uh, they're just a good next man up defense. I, I don't see them needing to rely on anybody. No, I agree. You, uh, you know, for me, I'm going to start with defense first. I'm actually going to go with uh, Kyle Van Noy. And the reason why is because he's shown these past couple weeks that he can really get to the quarterback. That's true. And I think, I think like I've, I said earlier in our last episode, um, if they can get pressure on Goff, it's going to be a, a whole different game for the Rams, and the Rams are going to have to struggle a little bit. And I think it starts with Kyle Van Noy. Um, the other X factor I'd say on defense would probably be Stephon Gilmore. If he can find a way to neutralize Brandon Cooks, then the the Rams are going to have to rely on the run game, which the Pats have been pretty stingy at the past couple games. Um, right. Does McCourty start? Yes, the both both McCourty start. I both believe. of those bros do, huh? Um, yeah, one's on one's a safety and one's right. a corner. So when you now that you mention this about it, yeah, you're right. I see that. I don't see the pressure being as big of a deal because I think the run game for the Rams will needs to nullify that. So I actually now that I think about it, I think I think their their Patriots secondary in general uh, is going to be huge because. The Rams don't do what the Pats do in offense, where they can utilize anyone. Anyone can be a weapon. It's pretty much like right. Woods, Woods and Cooks. Like, it's got to be them, or it's Gurley and CJ, you know? And, and it's usually they kind of go hand in hand, too. So I, I think that secondary, taking care of those receivers, whether it's some bump and run coverages and just kind of knock them around, uh, I think that that's huge for them. Because as soon as Goff can't complete a few passes, he's going to be stressing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys who um, will struggle if he's forced to throw before he wants to. I, I think that'll that'll show clear as day. Oh, agreed. Yeah, early. Um, but uh, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind your pick uh, in terms of uh, the secondary because I think that also stems off the pass rush. If the Pats can get a good pass rush, then it'll lead to possible interceptions or you know it's funny incomplete passes things like that so it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit it's funny you say that dan it's like we scripted this i feel like when the defense shuts down the receivers and goff can't complete a pass he's hesitating scrambling second guessing himself 
And then what happens next? Oh, the Patriots are putting pressure. <laughs> uh, exactly. So it, 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 either way, I guess basically uh, the point is um, Goff's going to have to be focused. Absolutely. Uh, for me, the X factors for the Patriots, uh, I actually only got one. And his name is Josh McDaniels. Ooh. And and I'm going with Josh McDaniels for, for one simple reason. McVay is a very smart coach. He's one of those guys who will drop these schemes on both sides of the ball that will confuse teams. If Josh McDaniels can go into his bag of tricks and pull out some of these plays they pulled out in Super Bowls in the past, and the Rams are probably like, oh, we haven't seen that in, what, like seven years or whatever. They're not going to be ready for it. And yeah, I, I think agree. I think coming out with some like kind of like more unique play styles or formations or things like that that will throw the Rams off. And isn't that what they do? Will make a huge right? difference. Jeez. So I, I mean, so for me, yeah. McDaniels is the X factor. And that's that's what they do, that they're good at that. You know, they're good at making you not know what to cover defensively and They'll come after what your scheme is, whatever your offensive scheme is. They'll shut it down, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, that that is going to be key on offenses. It's, and, and the Rams, like, just kind of like the Pats, they're not a great defense. So like, they're already going to have their hands full, you know. Right. Um, and then McDaniel, you know, I mean, um, Josh McDaniels, just in general, like you said, his experience, how good he is, he really does know how to mix it up right. No, I'm, and you know that's why I picked him as an X factor because I yeah. think he he is a game changer. Uh, in that he's going to find a way to come up with these plays against the Rams that they've either ne- never seen before or they're not expecting it. Right. He'll pull a play out. They'll know a play is coming. They're just not when. Yep. Right. No, I believe that. What do you got for the Rams? Oh, man, the Rams. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Robert Woods for the, for the Rams in terms of, well, on offense at least. Um Mainly because, you know, we know what Cooks can do. We know Cooks is a phenomenal talent. Great, I mean, he was a former Patriot. You know, great hands, a great breakout speed. But Woods seems like he's kind of the anchor of that passing game. Woods is like, really good. It, it kind of st- it starts with him, and it kind of stems off from there. Um, So I, I feel like if he has a good game, it'll at least be close. Um, yeah. It, in, in terms of defense... I still, I still got to do it. I, I got to go with Aaron Donald. Dude, I, I think, yeah. I think, I think with him on defense, I think if if he shows up and is able to just just walk all over Brady in the backfield, it's going to be a very close game, a lot closer than a lot of Patriots fans are thinking it's going to be. Yeah, that could be, you know, and my view for the you know, the Rams offense, it's like Gurley and C.J. Anderson. It's a given, right? They have to do well. Gurley's a superstar. Um, and I think Cooks and Woods are, are too important. So um, it, to me, that they, they, they kind of need to be. Uh, I'm I'm thinking some combination or either one of either Tyler Higby or Josh Reynolds because uh, the focus is on those other four, you know, and I can see Goff needing to, like, have a security blanket or a, a dump off or whatever. And if those players can keep just pounding away and not dropping a ball, making sure they're open, um, I could see one of them turning into like Goff's favorite target this game. You know, that's interesting. It's interesting you say that, you know, I was originally thinking like a tight end, like a Gerald Everett 
or one of those guys. But yeah, maybe it's Everett well, over Higby now. I guess I'm not sure which one's more of the pass threat. You know, Woods is just, is one is just one of those guys. He's just the anchor of that offense. He is. Um, yeah. No, you're right. And I think he's good enough that he's not going to have a bad game. No, I mean, unless I agree. he's taking pressure off, which is which is just that's fine. If he's taking pressure off due due to double I'll, coverage or whatever, that, I would that's be surprised. I would be surprised if he had a bad game. I would be yeah. very surprised. Um, but yeah, I, then, I think that's. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that you know defense wise, um, I do think the Rams. I think they usually play a three four defense, and that makes sense for them. But I think even more importantly for this game against the Patriots, they need to because they better have four linebackers that are like ready to handle Michelle and James White. Um, and not only that, what about Edelman and the crossing routes? How many oh, times no, did that yeah. burn Kansas City in the last game? Right, and I think that extra linebacker would be huge to just kind of clog up the middle maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, given that their cornerbacks take care of business. Um, so, um, you know, I think the X factor, um, th- their defensive line He's got to get pressure. Those Bash brothers and, and Sue and Donald, like they feed off each other. Like, you know they're going to be pumped up going to this game. They yeah. can't wait. Uh, so, you, you dude, know they're, they're both monsters. of them are going to be hyped. Yeah, and, and Sue, you know, with his little track record, as long as he funnels it in a good way, like I'm all for him, you know. Um, so I think my X factor will be, would be the DBs, actually, just because um, I'd be very surprised if, if no receivers have a big game for the Patriots. You know, so if that happens, I think they have a great chance to win. Um, I, I really think they're going to get pressure. That's I think that's critical, but I think the X factor is going to be the DBs and taking care of Gronk and the receivers because if they don't have any good games at all, I can see the Rams winning. No, you're right. I, I think if they can find a way, but that's slim to, to none, stifle right? the Pats' <laughs> offense. Oh, it's 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 so hard to do. That you know, the Pats every year they find a way to come up with these offensive schemes against all these different teams yeah, right. that just confuse the hell out of these defenses. And I don't know how they do it every year, but it, it's just it's a different scheme every game. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, earlier in the year, you know, we had a rough game against Jacksonville, and turns out Jacksonville went 5-10. and 10. I mean, you know, who would have predicted that after the way they played against the, uh, the Pats? But Seriously. I digress. Um, <laughs> I, you're right. I think if if the secondary for the Rams is able to find a way to really stifle the passing game, then it's going to be an even playing field. But it's going to be sure. just so hard to. It's so hard to do though, right, with the talent is. that the Pats have on offense. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I, I just, I think that D line is is more, more apt to have a good game than the DBs will a bad game, you know? So I think it's very important that, that the DBs come out and, and do well because it's it's likely that Brady will find someone or a few of them <laughs> to tear him apart, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you 100%. But uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Uh, stay tuned for our final part where we break down Sean McVay versus Bill Belichick. It's the one you've all been waiting for. Uh, it's going to also include our prediction for the big game. Ooh, the and, final uh, predictions. Can't get this one prediction. wrong. Definitely not. And uh, then also maybe some uh, talk about the halftime show, things like that. We'll see what we get into. But thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we will see you for the final part of this series. 
Take care. Happy Super Bowl. Thank you.